Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Things were most clearly out of control. And first, there was a parade. And not any parade, but an absolutely freighted parade. Nobody who knew their Old Testament well was going to misunderstand the statement that Jesus was making as he sat on the back of that donkey's colt and made his way into Jerusalem. Ringing in the back of everyone's ears was the prophecy of Zephaniah in chapter 9, Zechariah in chapter 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion! Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem! Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall speak peace to the nations. His rule shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. And if those last words seem familiar to you, Canadians, it's because Zechariah is quoting the psalmist, from which comes our country's motto, Ad mare usque ad mare, from sea to sea. That was Jesus' promise to the people, not spoken, but displayed visually as he sat on the back of that donkey. And not just any procession of just 12 people gather around him, but the whole of the people of the city who have gathered there for the Passover come out and cut palm branches down and throw their garments in front of that donkey. Second, the whole world following him. At least that's what the religious leaders are saying. Look, the whole world is going after him. Now, perhaps hyperbole, but this is a buildup that's been happening from the beginning of Lent, from John chapter 2 all the way to the raising of Lazarus last Sunday. An official whose son was cured, a basilikos, Greek for an official of the king. So clearly from John chapter 2 already, the word is getting around about this Jesus. In John chapter 4, Samaritan communities come to faith through the witness of a woman that encounters Jesus at a well at noontime. And in John chapter 12, we are going to have Greeks who have assembled in Jerusalem coming to one of Jesus' disciples and saying, Lord, we want to see Jesus. And of course, by implicating Pilate and Rome, things are only going to make things worse. Rome is in Jerusalem en masse out of concern that there might be a revolt at this Passover. And seeing a man riding into Jerusalem on a donkey was not making things better. Tensions are already ripe in Jerusalem on account of this great high feast. And so something has to be done. Things are clearly getting out of control in our world as well. As much as our governments want to say that they have everything in hand and all the right bills have been passed and our premiers and our prime minister and all of our health officials do conferences every day to keep people calm, we do have this sense, this anxious sense that perhaps things are slipping out of our control. A drop in our GDP, unlike anything that we have seen for over a century, is what awaits us this summer. Up to 20% our synodical leadership thinks of congregations 
may end up closing forever by the time this crisis is over, as the last final death now and the lowering of offerings make it impossible for those churches to pay their bills. Unemployment rates in the United States, in Canada, in Europe, around the world are already soaring and we have no idea whether they're going to bounce back once we're able to get the economy back to work. Sure, we're all well behaved for now. We're all drawing our beautiful little rainbows here in Quebec. Ça va aller bien, we say. It's going to be all right. But we've already seen both in the United States and Canada a sharp increase in gun sales and ammo. Italy is starting to see fraying social conditions in the South and trying to get it under control. There are now global battles, country against country, even state against state, on who gets masks, who gets gloves, who gets surgical gowns and protective equipment. And what's going to happen when this is all over? And when is all over going to be? Tensions are probably only going to get higher, not just between nations or between states, but even within households as we remain cooped up inside these small spaces week after week, potentially month after month. Things are currently getting out of control and something has to be done. But God has known from the very beginning that things are clearly out of control. The sin that's within our own hearts has been overflowing into disaster and evil and violence towards each other. Yes, it's true that we, we see the goodness of humanity out there on the balconies of Vancouver and downtown Montreal as we all clap and applaud as the healthcare workers change shifts and leave their hospitals. But there's still alcoholism. Prince Edward Island attempted to shut down all of their liquor stores as being a non-essential service and quickly realized that they could not do it. Quebec and Ontario have been asked whether they're going to close their liquor stores and have said flat out, we cannot. We've had our leaders of governments here in Quebec and elsewhere talk about concern of spousal abuse and child abuse as families end up cooped up inside houses with somebody who is an abuser and asking for neighbors to mention to the police that perhaps an apartment next door needs a little bit of a visit. Then, of course, there's the sin coming at us from all sides from which we can't escape. False information and rumors and scams. Scammers selling COVID-19 tests for only a low $100 price. Or cures for COVID, drink this medicine, take this pill, or help with government checks. And I worry about our seniors, especially as people call them up and say, hey, we can help you get your refunds from income tax or other government benefits just a little bit faster. We just need your bank account number and your name and your SIN number. Tensions continue between the holiness of God and the fallenness of man. And something has to be done. And so, as we journey through Holy Week and we watch what happened 2,000 years ago over the next few days, we will see how God chose to act. Because God always does act. And when he chooses to act, even when it seems, as we read this morning in our Bible study in Revelation, to be a strange acting, 
he does it in order to save us. Even when the worst things befall us, they are always meant to drive us back to the arms of the Lamb who was slain, the same Jesus who rode into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey, the same Jesus that was cheered by the crowds, Hosanna to the Son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The acting that happened 2,000 years ago, this definitive acting, the fulfillment of the promises, as we'll hear at Easter Vigil, that started with the promise to Adam and Eve and went through the promise made to Noah and sending the rainbow, went through the calling of Abraham and the promise that he would be a blessing to all nations. It all started with that parade, that journey into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey with palms and scattered garments strewn in front of him. And it will culminate also with a parade, a parade out of Jerusalem with a cross on our Lord Jesus's back. And no one cheering Hosanna to the son of David, but instead cheering, crucify him. When God comes into the world to act for us, when God comes into the world to display his salvation, when God comes into the world to fulfill his promises, this is what it looks like. Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God as something to be grasped or exploited or used for his own benefit, but instead emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. That's what God did, because clearly things were out of control and something had to be done. And the only one who could truly do anything about it was our Lord. And he did it. And it's why his last word from the cross was, it is accomplished. It is done. The crisis is resolved. Things were out of control. And now they are back in the hands of one who has died for our sins, even Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.